This is Scott Patterson, Agent Peter Strom from the Saw franchise, and you're listening to Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. I know, yes, there will be blood. I want to play a game. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico. Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank everyone who's been listening and all of our fans and supporters. We really appreciate it. Just want to shout out our social medias real quick. We're on the big three, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Don't Go Out There. Or ask any of us, we can hook you up. And one other favor I'd really like to ask everybody is rate us five stars on iTunes and subscribe. That's really, that's been what's helped us the most to grow. But tonight we got another bonus episode for you guys. We just reviewed 2004 Saw. So we were all talking about, hey, let's rank this franchise. You know, we've ranked Friday the 13th and Halloween. So we decided we'd go ahead and rank the Saw franchise as well. And I'm going to kick us off. Coming in at number eight for me is the last installment in the franchise, Jigsaw. Now, I don't hate this movie, but I definitely don't love this movie. Uh, I actually tweeted out a video on our uh, Twitter account today. A a YouTuber, his name is uh, Horror History. He broke down, you know, the story of Logan, basically. And if I need to watch a 20-minute video to completely understand why the hell he's in this franchise or why this movie was made, uh, I I just don't believe it. Uh, I wrote down... This movie is completely useless to me. Uh, I think the Logan angle is super hard to believe. I, I wrote, it's not god-awful, but I'm not a huge fan at all. I, I think the traps are kind of basic. I really feel like that Buckethead trap was just a rip-off of Saw 5 with the, uh, you know, when they had to run for the keys and they got their head cut off if they didn't make it. I thought it was just a rip-off of that kill. It, it just, it just so, Jigsaw is just not my favorite. I don't hate it. But after, you know, a seven-year hiatus from the franchise and Jigsaw's what we got back, I, I was a little let down with it. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, speaking of the reason that this franchise took a seven-year hiatus, my number eight film is Saw 3D, <laughs> uh, the 2010 seventh film in the uh, series. I just thought this movie was kind of unnecessary. Uh, I don't know if I needed another tightly wrapped bow after the one before this. I, 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 am uh, not a fan of a lot of the traps in this movie, and we talked about it on the last episode that we did. You know, reviewing the first Saw. This movie is too lit, and I don't mean like yo, it's lit. I mean yo, it's <laughs> not grungy enough. It's not dingy enough. It, it's it's really light, and I don't have that same Saw feel that I get from the other movies. And and you know, the traps are are. I know I said this already, but the traps are kind of shit. Um, there's maybe one cool trap in here. It, it just – I do like that you get some cameos from former trap members, like, you know, coming back at the, you know, to kind of wrap it up in a bow. But I'm not a big fan. I know everyone loves this twist. But I'm not a huge fan of the Dr. Gordon twist on this. Yeah. Partly because it took so goddamn long to get him back in this – in this franchise and he has one foot and they explain it away. And I'm just not a big fan of the direction. It is a cool moment. If, if, 
you know, you're watching them all in succession and you're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. But outside of that, it's kind of like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Kind of like for the reason that you don't like Jigsaw. It's the same reason that I don't like the way they wrap this up. So for that reason and we get, well, I actually kind of like I kind of like hate everybody in the traps and I'm pulling for them to not make it in this movie. And that's a big pet peeve of mine. So that's why it's last. All right. So, uh, Mike, I think that we're definitely on the same page with a lot of that. Uh, my worst film. Look, I, I love the Saw franchise. I said that when we reviewed Saw 1. This is one of my favorite franchises. And if I had to pick one movie that's a dud, because I truly feel there's only one movie that's a dud. It's Saw 7 or Saw 3D. Uh, it's not all bad. I mean, I'll start with the positives. So Chester Bennington's in it, and I'm a huge fan of Chester Bennington. Yep. He's someone I hold in high, uh, very high regard. Uh, so just him being in it was it was a cool thing for me. It, it piqued my interest at least. The trap that he was a part of was crazy. Like it was crazy brutal. Four people Ugh, involved. <laughs> his back getting ripped off, and then he didn't make it anyway. So everyone died. Like that was a brutal ass trap. So I appreciate the brutality of that and the the creativeness of that. Uh, the twist, I'm on the opposite side of the fence of you as far as Dr. Gordon goes. The twist that he's the accomplice or the masterminds behind some of this was, I thought was brilliantly done. I get what you're saying about the time it took us five films to get behind it, but the fact that right. the first guy who, you know, one of the first two people that was in a jigsaw trap comes back, that's an all-time swerve for me. Uh, the fact that he was absent for five movies and then returns with a boom. I hate that it was wasted on such a dud of a film. Uh, now the negatives of the film, pretty much the rest of it. The initial <laughs> trap was stupid to me. Jigsaw never did anything out in the open. Like if you, the, the rest of the franchise are in these secluded locations where they have to find the trap. Right. That was and, a, it, and here we are in the public. We're just going to put everybody in a clear box for everyone to see them get like, I get it. It's, it's obviously it's not John because John's been dead for a while. But if this is a copycat or someone who's carrying on his legacy, he wouldn't have done it that way. And that was a big pet peeve of mine. I hated Bobby as a character. He was shit. Um, while I was glad that he got what was coming to him, I hated his storyline. Uh, this is just a turd of a film. And you could really tell that they were tapped out as far as ideas and creativity goes. And I mean, that, that that's what happens when you do a film per year for seven years. It's understandable, but... Just it sucked. So <clears throat> bear with me a little bit because you know, I, I talked about this a little bit in the Saw uh, uh, episode, but you know I hadn't seen past the third one in you know ten 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 plus years. So uh, I sat down this past week and watched all of them together. So some of them, you know, I have to rely on my notes a little bit because some of them, you know, kind of run together. Um, <clears throat> I didn't like the. Uh, I didn't like Saw 3D. That's my last one as well, um, just like Dustin and Mike. Um, I, I didn't say I didn't like it because, <clears throat> like with the Friday franchise or the Nightmare franchise or the Halloween franchise even, I can really pick a movie that I think sucks. And I really – but I can't do that right. with the Saw franchise right. to me. And I yeah. really don't feel like Saw 3D sucks. I just feel like that – I feel like it's supposed to be a final chapter, right? And wasn't – as good as the rest of them and at the time you know i guess it's it's comparable to me like freddy's dead and jason goes to hell as far as the you know as far as the point goes is like it's supposed to wrap up the franchise but honestly at that time you know before jigsaw came out it was you know the least 
I don't say the least good, but you know, it was, I was like a very disappointing end to the, to the franchise, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, I, and I didn't really, one of the big things that stood out to me about this movie is I felt like it had uh, like the blood was, was off color and, and Mike spoke to it not being as dark, but it almost felt like the blood yeah. was pink. I thought it was it my was. TV, it, but it, it was Right, but then I, you know, I went and kind of did a little bit of research, and apparently that's a problem everybody had with it. So it wasn't just my TV oh, that the right. blood was pink. Um, I, I, I actually disliked the first half of this movie, but the end of it, I, or either the second half of the movie, is where I felt like it really picked up. I, I don't mind the the twist um, with the doctor coming back. I thought that was a, a nice little, you know, hey, okay, we're we're paying homage to the rest of the franchise, and and that was where it started, and I really liked that. Um, I don't feel like the traps, uh, were really that creative in the, and, um, you know, honestly for it being the final chapter, it would, it didn't have enough John in it and, and it would be like having enough jigsaw at all. And so like, if it would be like Freddy's dead, not having any Freddy. And I know Mike hates that movie, but, or Jason goes to hell being basically Jason goes to hell where it doesn't really have much Jason Voorhees in it at all. So, right. Anyway, that, like that's that just few, that's just a few of the reasons why uh, why I didn't really care for it. Well, at least this one was supposed to be the final chapter, right. unlike another movie that calls itself the final chapter. Hey, that's a good movie though. <laughs> Don't fuck around. <laughs> All right, before I go into my number seven, I just want to preface this by saying this is just our individual favorites. Right. Um, and coming in at number seven for me is Saw 3D. I'm just going to piggyback off everything they said. You know, this became my yearly tradition to see the Saws in the theaters. And this movie was in 3D. It had some cheesy 3D effects in it when I saw it in theaters. Um, I really, I'm basically going to say a lot of what they just said. I thought I hated Bobby Dagan. I hated all the people he worked with. The only person I cared for, honestly, was his wife who got, you know, killed at the end just for being his wife, basically. Um, the only good part of this movie to me is Dr. Gordon. Jill Tuck and Mark Hoffman. They're the only three that saved this movie. I hate, I honestly, I hate the cops too that are trying to chase down uh, Hoffman. That's one of the best things to me about this franchise and this, you know, is in the movies. I like the cops that were following. I like, you know, Danny Glover. I like uh, Detective Carey. I like (laughs) Officer Tapp, Eric Matthews. I did not like the cops in this movie either. They're stupid. Right. Uh, They, they really had no depth to them to me. Uh, I will disagree a little bit. I'll disagree with Mike. I really love the ending with Dr. Gordon, uh, you know, where, you know, he, he gets that that flashback, you know, where he, he grabs a saw. And then it just it, it reveals, you know, what Jill Tuck was dropping off in that envelope. It right. reveals, you know, it, just, it ties together a lot of the loose ends. The ending to me of Saw 3D is what saves the movie. I agree with what you guys said. The movie to me looks cheap. Uh, the traps stink in this movie. I don't like any of the traps, really. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't have much good to say about Saw 3D. I mean, I don't hate the movie, but the traps are just kind of basic. Yeah, Dr. Gordon saved it to me. I really like Dr. Gordon tying it back up at the end. All right, this is where I might get some flack from Nico or somebody else here. My number seven is Saw 4, and I said this a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. When... <laughs> I have a couple of reasons why it's not that it's a bad movie, but they make a lot of decisions that I don't like. There's, there's some traps in here that, that, that fall under that thing that we talked about last of the, the last time, which is torture porn. There is some very just 
unnecessary, gory, garbage traps in this movie that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and a lot of the victims or the trap, you know, contestants, if you will, I don't like. I want them to not win their traps because, you know, sex abuse and child abuse and stuff like that. And I'm just not – it just doesn't do a whole lot for me. There is one cool – the cool kill, which, by the way, this is another complaint. They bring Donnie Wahlberg back for this movie. And I love the way they kill him off. I think that's a fucking cool ass kill. So I will yeah. give it a, a positive on that. But I, I there's just this movie has a very convoluted plot to me. The plot is running simultaneously with the Saw Three plot, and you don't find that out to the end. And everything's really convoluted in my opinion. And I, it's just a little all over the place. And it's not that I again I want to preface it, or I guess not preface it, but I want to state I don't not I I, I don't hate this movie. I think it's uh, good, and especially when you binge it, it's just another piece of the puzzle in the Saw franchise. But it kind of lost me. Like, I, it's not that I, I I hate it, but I have it lower than some of these other ones because I just think some of the gore is a little unnecessary, and some of the traps don't really do anything for me, and the plot is a little all over the place. So Saw 4, number 7. Wow. Okay. I know. That's – that's one everyone gives me shit over, and a lot of people like it, but it's just well, – it's not for me. No, you know, I'll tell you, I think I'm going to be on the same page with you right here as far as drawing the ire of the rest of the panel. Um, I want to uh, preface it by saying that <laughs> outside of Seven, I, I don't think there's a bad film. Me too. I'm so the so the, fact, the fact that this film is seventh out of eight films does not mean that I think it's a bad film, but for me it's Saw 3. Mm-hmm. I know, col- Collective Gasp. But no, nope. the re- not for the re- me. Okay, okay. <laughs> the the reason is for me. I mean, John dies, Amanda dies. It's the first uh, first of the series that didn't have a huge revealed twist, which isn't a huge deal, but it it, it was a letdown. Um, like I said, it's not necessarily bad, but the the film was just overall forgettable to me. The games didn't captivate me like they did in the first two films. You needed four to fully grasp some of the happenings in this film. Like right. it tied it in together. So the same thing you said about how it's happening simultaneously. Right. Four helps this movie to me. Okay. But honestly, this film would probably be higher if it didn't immediately follow the greatness of one and two. But overall, I mean, there's, it's the one film that if I had to leave one out other than seven, because seven's like one of those train wrecks. Like God, this is so bad. This pisses me off. Three's one of those. Just three's one of those. Just I might not be jumping at the at the gills to to watch it because it's it's just kind of flat to me. Right. <clears throat> so my number seven actually is Saw Five, and so my deal is that I mean to me one through four is almost one movie. Like I can take those four and move them around and I just I love it. I love I love those four. If it if this franchise stopped after one through four after number four, to me, it would probably be my favorite horror franchise. I and mean, that's kind of a big leap. But I mean, I I really I didn't I did not like uh, Hoffman as uh, as the new killer. Like it really after four movies of Jigsaw, I like really felt like they were like, OK, you know, let's try to make Hoffman the new killer. And then I felt like it was way too, they tried way too hard to try to tie him back into, oh, well, he was here for everything and he was here for this and he was here for this after we kind of already saw that with Amanda. And so, 
I felt like it was almost he almost was shoehorned into the franchise, and I never really got I never really got the same feel for him as I did for for uh, for Jigsaw, and so it, I couldn't really I didn't like him I didn't like him at all, and I know I'm big, one of the biggest ones of saying I don't want to like my you know the bad guy or whatever, but to me like I never viewed John at all from even after after one because I mean he wasn't even really necessarily in that one a whole lot but after that one you know i never really viewed him as a bad guy and you know i mean is that a bad good thing is that a bad thing i don't know you know that they really kind of made him relatable they really took him in a different direction than they did like other serial killers and almost like he was taking teaching lessons to the extreme and like mike said you know about the having sympathy for for him and not really giving a shit about the one people he's killing i mean right. that that kind of after you know after one i i felt like i felt that way for pretty much the whole thing and i didn't i don't have a problem with that and um and but i really never feel that way about hoffman and you know i just it didn't i didn't connect to me it never really i felt like i took the whole movie trying to like it and i shouldn't really do that and you know, I'm like 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 Dustin said, there's not a bad film in here. I've already said that, but to me it's one through four and then the rest of the franchise. All right, coming at number six for me, and basically, you know, six through one basically is just me trying to figure out right which nine point oh movie do I like better than the <laughs> other one. This is me. <laughs> or I, I might give this one an eight point five. But coming at number six for me is Saw Three. Um this is the longest movie in the franchise. Yes, you it is. Fe- you kind of feel the length of this movie. Yeah, you do. Um, I agree 100% with Dustin. Uh, the ending is nowhere near as good uh, as the rest of them. I- I'm not a big fan of Amanda in this in this franchise, honestly. Uh, she kind of gets on my nerves. I mean, you kind of find out why she's the way she is in this movie, but it still doesn't make up that I don't like her. Uh, I really did not like Jeff Denlin. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> um, I mean, I understand the way I understand the mental state he was in, you know, with his son being killed. Uh, but just taking so long to help that girl in the freezer yeah. and not doing anything to help Timothy at all when you're watching this guy's limbs and head get just twisted. Yep. I will say I do like the traps in this movie. The traps are awesome. Uh, the the pig trap where the you know the judge is getting drowned in pig carcasses is that's got to be one of the worst ways I could ever think of dying. Uh, but this movie is just it's a little too long. I really like Dr. Lynn Denlin, uh, but I, I just hate Jeff and, and yep. Jigsaw got killed at the end. I didn't really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So my number uh, six is Jigsaw. Um, I actually took a lot more away. From this than most people, partly because I took so I watched the original seven and then I took a day off and then I watched Jigsaw as kind of like a standalone. And as a standalone, I think it's pretty good. Like there's some mystery to it. There's some I like the plot and I know what you said, Nico, that it's not believable. And you're not wrong, especially if you sat and watched all eight in a row. It'd be like a weird episode of a Netflix series. We're like, well, that doesn't fit. It's like that weird – it's like a weird episode of House of Cards where Frank goes down to Louisiana and, and Claire's back in D.C. And it's just like none of this fucking makes any sense. It, this is kind of that. But I like how it all ends up tying in to 
a guy that's been helping Jigsaw all the way back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Something, and I know that's kind of weird. I just kind of, I'm kind of being hit, a hypocrite with, with, with what I said about Dr. Gordon, but I actually like this better. I, I think they execute, you know, the the reveal of that of the of the doctor being, you know, the help the whole time, you know, I am him or you know whatever it is that line. I think it's great. The look on the face and the kill is cool as shit. It looks yes. like a fucking octopus. And it's it's really yes. damn cool. I mean, it, it in all reality, it would have bone there somewhere, I'm guessing. But I still think it was a really cool kill. And I enjoy it as a one-off. Like, you know, again, it'd be a weird thing to watch back to back to back to back. But I, I, I think it's pretty it's pretty good. It's not as good as the next five I have. But it's it's better than the two I mentioned before to me from a rewatchability standpoint. Yeah. All right. So uh, my next film you got is Jigsaw one, don't you, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, my sixth best film in the franchise is Saw five. Uh, you know, to piggyback off of what was already said. I mean, I agree with a lot of that. The The first game I thought was a great one. The pendulum like yeah. that, <clears throat> that to me ties in. That's the epitome of what Jigsaw wanted right he wanted you to sacrifice something to escape this was a believable trap that he could have escaped had he been able to put himself through that i thought that was great um i like how strom you know strom wasn't meant to live i thought that was a good good uh, plot twist his head's in a box no way to escape that he stabs himself in the fucking throat with a ballpoint pen right that you know that that was a cool like oh shit moment um that the, there's a lot of tense moments in this film with the cat and mouse of Strom and Hoffman and any, you know, that, that sort of tense atmosphere is going to keep you captivated. Um, the, the revelation at the end that, you know, everybody from the first trap could have survived if they just did what he said and ignore your basic instinct uh, and work yeah. together. Yep. I thought that was also tied into what Jigsaw's principle was. There is a way out of all true Jigsaw traps. If you just think your way through it, um, and do what he says. So I thought that was good. Except I enjoyed the, this film. Except for the candle one and one. Except for that candle. Except for the candle <laughs> one. Yeah. Impressive. Had him sol- solving a goddamn Sudoku while he's covered in. <laughs> anyway, but I was a Sudoku on steroids, pal. I mean, it was... <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but anyway, Saw Five. I enjoy this film from start to beginning, start to end. It's it's a good move, and to uh, still a move from Good Brother Mike. I just want to say Megan Good. Call me sometime. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Megan Good can call me anytime. Hey, any of them three girls can call yeah, me sometime. Yeah, I was going to say. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nico's not picky. That's my role. Well, that's my role. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So, uh, surprise, surprise. My next film's going to be uh, same as Mike's. It's Jigsaw. Um, <laughs> I, for. For pretty much a lot of, for pretty much the most of the same reasons, I didn't mind the twist. The only thing that I didn't mind, or I didn't really care for, is that once again, for the third time now in the franchise, you're shoehorning somebody in that's supposedly been there the entire time, um, or maybe heck, that may, what is it, the fourth time actually, if you count the Doctor Gordon first one. So, uh, anyway, so I, but I loved the I loved the ending um, reveal. Um, same way. The only thing I didn't really care for that I noticed, um, and, and I know Nico said this about, uh, I don't remember which one you said this was about the final chapter maybe, but I felt like, I felt like that about Jigsaw was that it was too clean. It, it, the whole, the whole, even the blades, the saw yeah. blades, they all yeah. looked, 
you know, brand new. Like I, I miss that dirt gritty yeah. feeling of, of, of the original ones. And so, um, that, that's my biggest nitpick about Jigsaw. But overall, I think it was a very good reboot of the franchise. Um, you know, just kind of getting it back on track, I felt like, and uh, uh, played homage to the rest of them, which, you know, um, a lot of movies could take uh, could take some notes on. All right, y'all ready for some controversy? Oh, let's hear it, baby. Oh, sweet Jesus. Going <laughs> at number five is Saul... That's it. Just saw the first one. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Like okay. I said, like I said, I love this movie. Oh, okay. God damn but, but we're talking about, <laughs> but, but I put Saw at number five because, like I said in our review, guys, this is not the most rewatchable movie to me. Um, it's got an elite, elite, elite ending. The ending is incredible. But just whenever I just want to enjoy a Saw movie that just burns up some time, this is not the one just because there's so much dialogue, so much flashback. There's, it's just, you got to actually pay attention to this movie to watch it to me. Uh, I love Saul. It's a great, it doesn't have a lot of John Kramer, which kind of hurts it after you get to know John Kramer through the franchise. But you know, right now we're ranking really good movies and it's just getting, it's, it's hard to rank these movies and please everyone. I love Saul. It's got a great ending. Like I said, it's just not. There's four movies I'd rather watch above it if I'm just rewatching them. Okay. Wow. I get what you're saying. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> surprise me, um, because there's some truth to what you said. I'll get to it later. But uh, my number five is Saw Five for all the reasons that have already been said. I still really enjoy this movie. I think it has one of the better plots, if you will. But there's a lot of other, like you mentioned, Dustin. The 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 twists. Where Strom lives is – I love it. I think it makes the movie, yep. um, especially because you you kind of went from you know John Kramer, who you're not sure if you like. You're not sure if you don't like. You can see some of the you know validity behind his reasonings for doing stuff. Hoffman, you, you just fucking hate, honestly, or I do. And so you – and like you said, there's cat and mouse. There's a lot of like, oh, shit, are they going to catch him? Oh, shit, are they going to catch him? And I like that in a movie – I don't think the gore is too, too bad here. Uh, at least it makes more sense than I thought it did in four. And so for you know all the other reasons that have been listed, Saw 5 is my number five. But again, I, I the end of Saw 5 is why it ranks so high in my book. Okay. So uh, I guess with my number five, this makes me the uh, – I hold this movie in higher regard than the rest of you. I'm coming in with Jigsaw. So here's the thing with it. I said in when I was talking about Saw 3D, you could tell that they had grown uh, grown stale. They'd run out of ideas, out of creativity. They made a movie per year for seven years. That happens. To me, taking this seven-year hiatus, when they came back, they came back refreshed. I thought that this movie had more creativity than the last one did. And I thought that this one, the the traps were – I actually like the traps. I know – Nico said he didn't he didn't think the traps were that creative. I thought the uh, the one with the the motorcycle I thought that was pretty damn creative and brutal as fuck when the cyclone shredded the guy. Um, I, I like the idea of a copycat killer ten years after he's dead and oh shit this is really John's voice. How are they you know that was right. that kept you mentally stimulated to to figure out what the hell's going on in this film and then you know they set it up that it was going to be 
the the new coroner who's obsessed with Jigsaw, but then the swerve at the end that it wasn't her, it was her mentor. I thought that was great. Logan, the swerve that it was Logan all along was cool. It made sense because he had access to the blood to put it under the fingernails and all this shit. Um, and that he had been there the whole time. I didn't mind that. What you said, Mike, earlier is that you, you said you were a hypocrite because you criticized the film for that before, but it, you didn't in this one. I think when it works, it works. Yeah, I was going to say, when something clicks with me, it, it just does. Yeah, it, it's one of those things you can't really explain. Like, you can't do it every time and be like, oh, okay, I like that, but I liked it in this instance because this is a fresh character. Right. And it's someone that has been it, – it makes sense that he could be so close to the situation this whole time. Um, I thought that the acting and dialogue across the board was better than a lot of these films. I thought it was a better, uh, more well-written film as far as the back-and-forth dialogue. It wasn't some of that some of that amateur hour acting that we've seen in some of the other films. Uh, I agree that with Nico that it was a cash grab. You know, He says that a lot about this film. It's unnecessary. I completely agree with that. Uh, but yeah. to me, that doesn't overshadow the fact that it's a good film. Like you said, Mike, if you watch it as a standalone, it's yes. enjoyable. It's enjoyable. If you watch it back to back to back, it's like, ah, well, come on, it doesn't really fit. But to me, it's still a good movie overall. Plus the fact that Eleanor is smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Call me sometime. She, she's fine. but And I, I even went so far as to stalk her IMDb page to find out what else is she in. I need more of her. So that's how much I liked her in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wonder Liv Coward's about to out you. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, my next film is Saw 6, um, and I really like Saw 6, so I don't really have a whole lot of negatives to say about this movie. It really only, to me, just suffers because it's not, you know, Saw 1, 2, 3, or 4. And um, so, I mean, I really liked yeah, I really liked the whole you, – you thought at the beginning that you were going to get, like, the, oh, mean, bad guy, insurance guy – but, you know, during the maze, you know, he really kind of redeems himself and, and makes some, you know, selfless choices, you know, during the thing. Um, and I really like I really like, you know, uh, the kind of the backstory with with Jigsaw, you know, it makes him even honestly more of a likable character um, kind of going through his cancer treatment, you know, getting declined by the same insurance guy and that sort of thing. And um, Jill, I mean, she's one of my favorite parts of this movie. And, you know, hey, I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to get her on the show. I'm trying to get her to do one of our uh, one of our intros. But uh, you know, like I said, Saw is my next film, and honestly, it it it's a great film. I only uh, have it there because it suffers from not being you know right. one of the first four. Betsy Russell, call me sometime. <laughs> I was gonna say, call me anytime. <clears throat> right now, I'm available. I will leave this show to answer the phone. <laughs> All right, coming in at number four for me is probably controversial again, but I still love it. It's Saw 2. Um, this is the intro to Jigsaw, in my opinion. You really get to kind of understand him a little bit. It's the intro to Eric Matthews. Uh, it's got a – this movie followed an iconic an iconic horror movie, an iconic intro to the horror movie, and it held up – It it's really kind of hard explaining why I have Saw 2 at 4. It's just all these movies are so good to me. It's like yeah. – Damn, I got to put this here, huh? But I just, I like the latter half of this franchise a little bit better than the first half, and it might be because of Saw 3 drugging these down a little bit. Uh, Saw 2, I love watching Jigsaw and Eric Matthews' interactions throughout the movie. 
I love getting to kind of meet Detective Carey and uh, Officer Rig. The the house the house trap is awesome. I have nothing against that. Yeah, uh, I really like Saw Two, but I like the four, five, and six trilogy better. Okay, uh, my number four is Saw Three. Um, you're right about the few negatives about this movie, where it does drag a little bit. There's, uh, it's one of the lo- it is the longest movie in the franchise, and you can kind of feel it. But I like this. I don't necessarily like the character, but I like the central plot throughout this movie, or the dueling plots anyway, where you have, you know, John Kramer's on his deathbed. You know, they bring the doctor in. I like that. I like the interaction with her and Amanda. I don't. I'm kind of with you. I don't love Amanda in this movie, but it almost adds another antagonist because freaking John Kramer's lying on his deathbed. Right. And it, it adds another antagonist that you, you kind of need to carry the movie along. And I like the plot, and I love the traps. I think making the guy kind of, you know, overcome his grief, you're actually kind of – it makes sense of what, what Jigsaw trying to do here. And I like that they reveal that some of these bad traps, the unwinnable ones, are Amanda's doing. I like that. I think that makes – you know, it, it makes sense – why we don't like her as much because she doesn't quite understand the the intelligence level that you know Jigsaw really puts into his traps, and I like that, and I love I love the way it ends. I I would well I don't love the way it ends. You guys are right. There is no like big big twist, but I like how you end up finding out that these two are husband and wife, and I I like it. Like it's one it's a movie that comes full circle in my opinion. And that's the reason that I like it, and that's why it's number four. Again, it is long. I don't like it as much as the three I have above it, but I think from a story standpoint is why I enjoy it so much. And you're right. That that goddamn dead pig shit is fucking disgusting, man. Like, it is fucking gross. Anyway. Yeah. All right, so uh, coming in at number four for me is number four, Saw 4. Um, I thought that this movie – it did more for character development mm-hmm. than any of the other movies in the franchise to me, because it really did a good job of explaining how, you know, it, it showed the, the revelation of the miscarriage with Jill and how that undoubtedly played a part in the development of John's psyche, psychiatric uh, development and showed why he's, why he is the way he is in a sense. Um, I thought that this movie was essential for setting up the rest of the main part. I mean, without this film, uh, five, six, seven, a lot of that wouldn't be really anything. Um, well, I don't know. I, this is another one of those films that's like, if it works for me, it works for me. And, and right. watching this movie, I just, I really enjoyed it. Uh, some of the kills of them were pretty fucking brutal. This one does have a lot of the shit that's like overkill in a, in yeah, a way as far as, yeah brutality and gore and i get how that can take apart take away from it but uh eric matthew's death like you said mike earlier <laughs> so awesome the the ice blocks just coming down and oh man smashing his head that was like oh shit that, that's one of those oh shit moments in this franchise in a franchise filled with those shit moments that one stands out more than a lot yeah. so saw four comes in at number four for me uh same thing for me um saw four is my number four as well um, you know, the, the whole backstory with his miscarriage kind of made me really 
you know, it, it, it touched me kind of like on a personal level and made me like really be like, oh, OK, I really I, I understand Jigsaw. I, you know, I relate to Jigsaw. And, you know, maybe while I'm not going to go while, you know, <laughs> from something like that and then go, you know, start murdering people, I can at least understand where, you know, where he's coming from with it. And uh, to me, like this movie has. Tobin Bell's best acting. He gets the chance to finally show his acting chops off. Um, I felt like there was a couple of scenes in like Saw 2 where where uh, Tobin and, and Donnie Wahlberg kind of went back and forth with some great acting scenes. But I feel like Tobin really got a chance to act in this one and and show, you know, show a backstory and give more you know, character development to Jigsaw that he hadn't had before. And to me, this would have been, I would have been, I love the rest of the franchise, but I would have not been totally, you know, been like, damn, you know, that sucks if this would have been the end of it, because I felt like it was a great recap on the whole thing. I felt like, um, you know, so Eric Matthews, Donnie Wahlberg character is my favorite character of the whole franchise. So seeing him go out, I was like, God damn, you know, you gave me you gave me hope. I thought he was already dead and you gave me hope by bringing him back. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then, but his death is crazy. His, his, his death is crazy. And so the only thing that I felt like a little bit was 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 misplaced where you guys talked about the brutality of some of the the you know, the uh, the kills like, you know, the scout being ripped off and stuff yeah. like that. It was almost a little bit out of place because the whole movie has this overtone of of morality and it's kind of a little bit preachy and and you know things like that but yet it has drastically to the other side showing these brutal deaths and so you know that that's one of the main reasons it comes in at number four but like i said this one through four to me is almost one gigantic movie so you can take and mix these all over the place so you know if they're the difference between my number one and my number four here is almost non-existent. It's almost one A, B, and C, D right there. So let me just piggyback off something Brian just said. Uh, Jigsaw gets to act, Tobin Bell gets to act in these movies, and this is why I think four, five, and six rank so high for me because each movie has just one of those scenes or moments with Tobin right. Bell that just stick with me. So coming at number three is Saw Five. Uh, it's to me is one of the best opening scenes of the franchise with Seth Baxter in the yep. in the pendulum. Uh, I remember seeing this movie in theaters, man. I was you know cringing watching his hands get uh, crushed, mm-hmm. and then then you see this you know the pendulum cutting his body in half. Then he realizes somebody is watching him. Yeah. Uh, I love that tie-in. And then, like I said, the Tobin Bell stuff, the scene where Tobin Bell and Mark Hoffman finally meet one on one. I love that scene. I love seeing Tobin Bell, you know, question Mark Hoffman, like why he did what he did. He wants to show him a way of rehabilitation where he can sleep again at night, where he can cope with the pain of losing his sister who got murdered by Seth Baxter. I, I love that. I love uh, I love Detective Strom. I love Detective Strom in four and five. I think he he's uh, he's the one who he's 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 in the shadows of Mark Hoffman, the whole movie. And I love that he uh he has the same problem as a lot of the uh, previous movies. Uh, he's an obsessed cop with Jigsaw. Right. Uh, you should probably learn your lesson eventually that obsessed cops don't do too well <laughs> with Jigsaw. <laughs> um, I love the five people too in their traps. I love the traps. I love the pins or the, uh, you know, the anvil or, well, you know, the head kill. I love that. 
I love the uh, the exploding nail bomb kill. I love the electric yep. kill and the cutting your hand in half kill or whatever to fill it up with blood. I love the twist of it. Where it, the the funny thing about the Saw movies is if you just listen to what the hell Jigsaw tells you, you'll be okay. I mean, you're gonna hurt yourself a little bit, but you will live if you just listen to what the hell the tech tells you to do. I just I love Saw yep. Five. It's really rewatchable to me, and I I love you know. I love getting to see a lot of John Kramer in these movies. Okay, so, by the way, I forgot when I talked about Saw 3, it has one of my favorite kills of this franchise, and that's the ribcage kill. Mm -hmm. uh, that trap is is really cool. Like, it's gross, don't get me wrong, but it's really cool. I hate that happened. I hate that it happened to Dina Meyer, but, you know, know, the putting her hand in the acid, and she's willing to do that because she's a badass and willing to live and still doesn't win uh, yeah. because we find out who set that trap up. So I, I, I thought that was really well done. That's one of the reasons I, I like that movie so much. Um, my number three is the original Saw that we reviewed already. Um, look, I love this movie. I, I, I ranked it very highly. I think it's entertaining. It, it kicked off a great franchise. But to me, a little bit of what Nico said, even though I have it higher than him. But again, we're kind of splitting hairs at this point in my top three. So you could kind of interchange these if you wanted. But from an entertainment standpoint, just kind of getting through a movie quickly, you know, stuff hits, you know, here, there, and everywhere. This movie has a lot of dialogue, which I like. But there, it, it, as a slasher fan, this movie has that – it doesn't have that feel like some of these other ones do. And it, it, it doesn't have that, like, straight-up slasher entertainment vibe that some of the other movies in the franchise do. But again, we talked about this movie in depth, so I hate to just – you know, piggyback off of it, but uh, I think the characters are good, uh, except for Lee Winnell's acting. Um, I think Danny Glover is great in this movie. I think uh, the guy who plays Dr. Gordon, whose name is slipping me, his acting in improves as he steps into madness. Like, and I love that he's a relatable dad. He's you know struggling marriage, struggling father. Like, it's very, it's on a on a human level. You can relate to that story, and it's also just a classic horror movie like it's it's one of the ones that people think of when they think of horror so that's why it's number three but like nico said just from a sit down watch a saw movie i want to be entertained this doesn't this is not my go-to exactly okay, okay. so my, my third favorite film in the franchise is going to be saw six um now i know i know what some of you have said about how you don't like pulling for the killer you don't like pulling for the villain I don't have a problem with it in certain certain instances. Yeah. When it comes to John, when it comes to John, when it comes to Jigsaw, he's a relatable guy. Like they do a good job of building the the empathy factor for him in this franchise to yeah. the point to where some of the deaths, not all the deaths, but and not all the victims, but some of them, you're like, yep, yeah, I get it. And this one was the most satisfying death in the entire franchise. The, uh, the insurance uh, president or vice president, whatever he was, William, I mean, that guy was such a dick, such a prick as far <laughs> as his discriminatory insurance policy. Uh, he basically gave John his death sentence, saying that his, this experimental coverage isn't going to be covered, uh, or this experimental procedure is not going to be covered. And so, I mean, this film, this film does a better job of any other film in the franchise of making you empathize with John. Uh, it makes you relates his outlook on life, his mindset. Um, and 
there's a clear cut reason. Some of these people that are chosen, you're like, well, why do they choose choose him? Like it explains their sins, quote unquote mm-hmm. sins. It explains their transgressions, but why choose them? Right. This one, you know why William got chose. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, you gonna cause me to die? You're next. <laughs> and so, plus, the film had Eddie Winslow in it, so I'm automatically a fan. Eddie Winslow, that's right, that's right, <laughs> that's right. Uh, my next one, my my uh, number three is actually Saw three. Um, I. My second favorite character in the whole franchise is is uh, Dina Meyer, and oh, uh, you know she she <laughs> she bites it in this one, but uh, you know it, I felt that one. I felt that one. I mean, I mm-hmm. know I, I know that, and that and that it honestly it made me not like Amanda because you know yeah her all of her traps are are more brutal and almost you have no chance of winning, and that kind of goes against what you know Jigsaw is doing. And uh, so I don't really care for that because I always like I like even though, you know, you feel like, okay there's no way she's going to win this one or whatever. You still have the chance of it. And, you know, especially watching the whole franchise the first time, I really honestly, every one of them, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to get out. But, you know, no, you know, knowing knowing Amanda was 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 making them, it was almost like, "Eh, okay I I know they're about to die. How are they going to die? And, you know, I and and most of all, I loved, loved the damn twist at the end of that. That was probably my favorite twist, probably, of any any of the any of the whole franchise was the end of this one. How how it tied everything together Mm -hmm. with with the doctor's husband. And and, you know, you thought the whole time she was married to that guy that, you know, she was actually having an affair with. And and it was man, I I loved it. I loved it. So my number three is Saw three. All right, coming in number two for me is Saw Four. Uh, this is the introduction of Mark Hoffman. It's the introduction of Detective Strom and Detective Perez. I really like their addition to their movies. Uh, man, I really like following Officer Rig and what he what he has to go through. Because at the very beginning of the movie, when they find Detective Carey, it has a really great opening scene too with. The lawyer, Art Blank, and the other guy, you know, one guy's mouth is sewn together and the other guy's eyes are yeah. sewn together so they can't see and they can't talk to each other. Right. And and they have to fight, they fight it out. I really like that opening. But the, the thing I love about the twist at the end of this movie is Officer Rig is so obsessed with trying to help other people, he forgets himself and it comes back to haunt him at the very end. I really, one of my favorite scenes, actually the most, my favorite scene in this whole franchise is when John Kramer put Cecil in his first trap. I love that scene more than any other scene in this whole franchise because you finally see John. This this to me is kind of a mur- John Kramer murdering basically the guy who murdered his baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, yep. he he calls Cecil out on the things that that he's flawed with. He, he has an ugly soul, so he's going to make him push his face through these knives mm-hmm. so his face is, matches his soul. And then after Cecil does get out, he, you know, he just charges at John and he gets trapped in the barbed wire. So that sets up the barbed wire trap in the first movie. And you just see him, you know, drawing it up on his pad. I really love Saw 4. I love, you know, I love Officer Rig. Uh, <laughs> as he cha- I love that he, d- he doesn't get it that it's not up to him to save everybody. I love the Ivan trap where he has to poke his eyes out or he gets his arms and legs ripped off. A uh, big shout out to Darren Lynn Bosman, the director, and using only practical effects in this movie. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I love Eric Matthews' death at the end of the movie, getting cru- his head crushed with two blocks of ice. It was it was awesome to see. And I love the ending where Detective Hoffman gets up and reveals that he's the guy who's been helping Jigsaw. Okay. My number two is Saw 6. Uh, to me, this is probably the most entertaining one to me. Like I, there's a movie that I like more from just a movie standpoint, the way it's shot, the, the acting, all that stuff. But to me, when I think of, I just need a Saw movie, I'm, I'm going to Six. Six has a very enjoyable plot uh, with the insurance guy. You know, you kind of, you're kind of mixed on him because he did a bad thing, but he's also just a suit at this point. Um, so he kind of has no choice. So he's, he's half likable, half not likable. Like you're kind of as he's going through this, you know, maze, a labyrinth of traps. You're kind of not sure if I should pull for him or not. I I'm always torn on it, and I think that <laughs> Swig of Jamison over there. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I love that that I don't know what I'm supposed to feel here feeling, and I love the I love the I guess we'll call it the merry-go-round kill or the, the yeah. merry-go-round trap. That is so fucking fun to me. The scene is yeah. so intense. Yeah, you're right. Asked, it, it, it is one of my favorite scenes in the franchise, probably my favorite scene in the franchise, because you can only save two people, and you're really not sure who he's going to save. And, you know, there's a little bit of predictability that he's probably going to save two women. But, again, you don't know because you don't yeah. know if I like this guy. Do I not like this guy? Like, I'm really torn. Even And even at the end, when they leave it up, to a, a family that he's the reason the dad died. Yep. It, yeah. And the kill, the injection kill, oh, where he's just dissolving mm-hmm. from top from bottom to top is so fucking cool. Yes. I love that kill. I love I, – I'll, I'll be honest. I love this movie. Like it is a really good horror movie to me. Same. Um, it, it, and, it, I, and I love the, you know how Jill's a big part of this movie as well. Um. You, you get you know a lot of work with her so uh big fan number two there's a movie that i like more from a movie standpoint but just man i want to be entertained i'm popping in saw six for sure can i speak to that merry-go-round kill real quick i didn't mention it whenever i was talking about that movie but man that movie t- or that that merry-go-round thing is i mean it speaks so much to corporate america and i see that yeah. shit all the time where it's yep. like you have this group and they're such kiss asses the yes. whole time kiss yep. asses and then once once that second girl's chosen that final guy is just like fuck you and yep. lets that dude have it so you know i mean you know the whole time they're all just kissing ass like i said it just speaks to corporate america so much and i just honest i, I really liked the underlying tones of that Hey, let me piggyback off of that. This is the first Saw movie that's topical. Like it, it, it comments on what's going on in the world at the time, yeah. the healthcare crisis and stuff like that. So yeah. I thought just a, from a change of pace, switch of story, I I thought that was really good. I I like that a lot. Yeah, and another thing about Saw Six uh, that I didn't mention. I mean, to to that point, through the first six Saw movies, it had the most kills. Now they they outdid themselves in in 3D and they outdid themselves again in Jigsaw. It's like oh shit, we're on something here. God, but has got a million fucking kills. <laughs> yeah, it does. But to that point, it was like that had the most kills. And like I said, when I, when you're talking about a satisfying death, that motherfucker chose to let Eddie Winslow die. So no, <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> and, and he was the, and he was the best member of his team. But anyway, I digress. So uh, my my number two film is the one we just got done reviewing. It's it's Saw, the original from 2004. 
Uh, I mean, it, it started the franchise. It's an instant classic, in my opinion. It, as far as rewatchability goes, I don't think it dropped off any as far as, you know, a lot of these classics from, you know, our younger years, we, we rewatch them and we're like, oh, that sucked. What was I thinking at the time? This right. one doesn't have that drop off. Um, everything I could possibly say about it, you know, we covered in the review episode, but I love what they did with such a low budget. I love the grimy, dingy feel to it. The the twist with, you know, Tap being the one that's paying Adam to follow Dr. Gordon. Uh, John being alive in the middle of the room the whole time. I love that. Plus, it had, like I said on the review episode, it had the best line of the entire franchise when Adam's like, look, I don't care if you covered yourself with peanut butter and had a 15-hooker gangbang. So that, that that's going to carry some weight with me because if you can make me laugh in such a such a serious, demented situation, you're going to get some points. I mean, I rated it a 9.5 when we reviewed it. It's just a great, great film. There's not a whole lot more I can say because I, I agree with Dustin completely. That's my number two as well as the first Saw film. Um, we Like he said, we just we just went over this. I ranked it a 9.75. So, shit, I've only had one movie since we've been doing the show that I've ranked higher than this movie. Um, I, I love it um I, I love the twist ending i love just about every every part of it um i've seen this one more than any of the other movies in this franchise just because you know we had i had to watch it i watched it twice for our review i had seen it twice before so i've seen that this movie four times where i've seen the rest of the franchise you know at at the most once uh each of the movies so um i i, I feel like when i think of saw i think of the first one um and, you know, maybe maybe upon more rewatches, you know, I'll feel that way about, you know, different different parts of the franchise. But whenever I think of Saw, first one, I think of the parts of the first one. And honestly, you know, it it, it sets the tone for the whole thing. They go back to it just about the entire franchise. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I, there's not a whole lot more I can say about it. All right. Coming at number one for me is uh, Saw 6. This is a peak jigsaw and peak Mark Hoffman to me. Um, William Easton is my favorite, you know, what, I don't know what you want to call him. The favorite He's my favorite character that we follow throughout the movie. Who's tested. Uh, the opening scene is pretty good. It's not, it's not my favorite where the, you know, they have to sacrifice their own flesh and blood because yeah. they're predatory loan officers. I think that's really intense, but this one, this movie is my favorite because it's fast paced and there's a lot going on. That's really entertaining. Uh, the traps are great. The and Jigsaw has a quote in this movie that it goes back to over and over that I really love when he tells William Easton in a, in the past, "You think it's the living who have the ultimate judgment over you, because the dead will have no claim over your soul, but you may be mistaken." And he gives him that he tells him that quote as he walks out of William Easton's office when he's denied coverage and throws his his claim away in the trash can, and. I love William Easton's traps that he because William Easton is tested more than any other person in the franchise to me when it comes to what his issues are, what why he originally got you know captured. He is faced with using he has to determine by his own policy who should live, and he's faced with it. He's not just he's not just signing off on paperwork no more. He's put face to face with the blood. He's put face to face with people losing something. I love I love the scene where he has to choose with who who lives and dies, you know, his secretary or, you know, the other guy in the office, the guy who has no family or 
the lady who by his policy should die because she has diabetes, mm-hmm. but she has family. She has people who care about her. So he had, yep. and I love, like Mike said, the merry-go-round trap is pure psychological torture. It's, hey, William, yep. use your own policy to decide who lives and you have to watch them die. I love watching the last yep. guy say, William, you look at me when you're killing me. I love that. Yeah. And then Saw 6 to me is yep. the first movie. Saw 6 is the first movie since Saw 2 to have a really, really good twist ending because uh, the whole movie leads you to believe that the guy, that the mother and the son are William's uh, wife and son, but it's yeah. not. It's, yeah. the, it's the one. It's the one he denied coverage to, and the blonde, the blonde news reporter was his sister. So it was a really good. I love the ending where, you know, the mother and the daughter, or the mother and the son, they have to watch the video. They say that William has learned his lesson basically, but it's not up to you. Get to make the decision now. Do you want him to live or die? And I really love the ending where Jill took shocks mark hoffman and puts mm-hmm. him in the trap you finally learn what's inside of that box that i think she got in saw four you finally learn what's in the box it's a mm-hmm. it's an updated bear trap what's in and the I box <laughs> and, and i understand I people not coming. liking i understand people not liking mark hoffman but if there's anything i'll give this man credit for is he is a fucking fighter he uh he is willing to do whatever it takes to live yeah I love the ending where he gets the bear trap stuck in the in the mirror or the window or whatever in the in the bars, and it shows him just screaming and he's got his whole cheek ripped open because he didn't want to die. I love I love Saw Six. It's my, it's by far my favorite in the franchise. I love the I love the Saw. I love the J- Tobin Bell and William Easton interactions throughout the movie and how it connects. I love it. Uh, the reason that I don't like Hoffman, by the way, is because he's the opposite of Jigsaw. He's a fucking murderer. And technically, even though Jigsaw is kind of a murderer, he's not technically, if we just look at his actual kill count. So, you know. I'm with you on that. That's why I don't like Amanda, too, because she just killed people. Do you like the way brutality feels, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, my number one is Saw 2. I think this movie has probably the best acting overall. I think that Eric Matthews is one of the best characters in the whole franchise. I think that the interactions between Donnie Wahlberg and Tobin Bell, when they actually happen, is so fucking good. Um, I, to me, this is one of the best made Saw movies from a film standpoint. From, a, you know, the just it still has that dirty feeling of Saw 1, but the script is really good. I love the twist ending that you get Amanda... Uh, this is the first saw outside of six, but this is really the first saw that I can go to and be like, okay, I'm going to watch saw two now. And I, I think it's great. And partly th- th- to me, this movie is so great because Donnie Wahlberg. So, uh, saw two is my number one. All right. Well, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to say that saw two is my number one. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, it, it's it's great to me. Donnie Wahlberg, you said it. He acted his ass off in this film. Uh, the games were probably my favorite set of games in, in the franchise, yes. as far yes. as one movie. The you know the people chosen all made sense, and then you realize, oh shit, the cop that put them all away, his son's in here, and when they find that out, I mean, you talk about a tense situation. What would you do in that situation? Except for Jose Canseco. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. (laughs) So, so, you know, what would you do in that situation when you're in a house 
with these other people who are like R. Kelly fighting for their fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> and your dad's the reason that they all went to jail. And so I, I thought that was incredible. The Venus flytrap. Oh, yes. Was brutal as fuck. Um, the, the twist that Amanda was the accomplice when she was one of the people in the house, the shit that she went through and she's the one that put them there. She got thrown into that pile of syringes and stabbed yes, by all these needles and shit. That's one of my favorite scenes, man. And come to find out she was one of the you know people that put them in this house. That's a, that's a mind fuck right there. Mm-hmm. So to me, that and I think that's the best twist of the franchise. Yep, me too. Because you get done watching one and you're like, oh shit, he was alive the whole time. That's crazy. Like that's <laughs> a big twist, but that's about the extent of the of the reaction. You watch number two right after it. Especially if you watch them back to back, and then Amanda, you know, turns out to be the, she's the she's the culprit, and you're like, what the fuck? Like she, <laughs> she almost had her jaw ripped open and saw one. She was thrown into this pit of needles in this movie. She's subjected to the same shit that they are, and she's behind this. I thought that it was brilliant, and honestly, it's time to give Donnie Wahlberg his flowers. He doesn't get enough respect when it comes to acting. Look no further than this movie to see a prime example of what that man can do. He's the star of that family. Man. Oh, Sorry, that's, man. That's the bad thing about going last is that, you know, <laughs> I got I got to follow Dustin and Mike and both of them, you know, I saw two at number 1. Um I think I said we all watched this as a group. Um yeah. you know, yep. in <laughs> text and back and forth about yep. it and uh I said it in there, you know, uh, I, not I'm not taking anything away from Tobin Bell's acting, I, and I wasn't when I said it because honestly I hadn't got his best acting performance to me, which I said earlier um, wasn't in this film to me. But you know the the scene where Donnie Wahlberg and uh, Tobin Bell were, were going back and forth, you know it was just those two heavyweights back and forth at the table. I felt like I was like man, I feel like I was watching Nicholson and Keaton in the first Batman. Um, and, and Tim Burton's Batman. And I felt like it was honestly where Nicholson outshined Keaton, you know, where the Joker outshined him in, in yep. acting and, uh, and Donnie Wahlberg, you know, I mean, he's Donnie Wahlberg's playing Donnie Wahlberg. He plays this exact same character in blue bloods. He's, he plays it in everything that I've ever seen him in really that I can think of. And he's got it down to a T. What can you say? He plays it perfectly. Um, I love the twist at the end. Um, and honestly, I really, you know, I, I, I relate to films a lot if I can. And it helps me like get into the story more. And, uh, you know, his his relationship with his son, I really felt, you know, I, I, I felt it. I felt it. I felt it here. I felt it, you know, inside. I related to it a lot. So um, um, it made me honestly, it made Eric Matthews my favorite character uh, in the whole franchise. Plus, I said, you know, uh, him and uh, Dina Meyer's character are my one and two favorite ones, and they're both in this film. So yep. um, there's not a whole lot of other reasons I can say why, but, you know, uh, that's why I saw two is my number one. Yeah, and I, these are these are all good movies, honestly. Right. Um, oh, it's, oh, all, it's, and, it's all preference. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and shout out to Beverly Mitchell, who's uh, doing one of the intros to our show. So, and, uh, you know, she was, she had a nice little uh, change of pace from uh, Seventh Heaven in this movie to, uh, to, to yeah. kind of go a totally different direction with the acting career. So, yep. right, right. 
And I just want to say too, uh, the the Jose Canseco line from earlier, what they came through, what that came from is like Brian said, we did watch this as a group and we were texting back and forth. And uh, that that was one. Uh, his name was I think what was it, Xavier in the film? Yeah, it's Xavier. Yeah. So that's who we're talking about. Just just so Listen, you all are. He he's about the one glaring part of the movie that I don't like. Because he's just like muscle bound, you know. He's Jose Canseco. He has road rage, you know. It's just he's probably one of my least favorite. But you know, one more thing about Saw Two is I love the saws that have these group traps where you kind of have to work together to make it out, and you know that's yeah. not going to happen. But I love that concept, and so to me, this is probably the best done of that. And so that's, but I love the ones that have that, and I I love Saw Two. For that plot line, I think it's really good. And like you guys said, to, to be all f- former, you know, people that Eric Matthews arrested and the sons in there, it, it's just all really damn good. And, you know, we watched it as a group, like y'all said, and I almost forgot that because it had been so long that Amanda was like, you kind of forget that Amanda is such a central character, at least for this movie and then the following one. And that twist still gets me. I think it's pulled off so damn well. And the yep. scene, you know, just knowing that she's a recovering drug addict is tough, man. So that's the big reason why I love Saw 2. Yep. Oh, yeah. Saw 2 has a great ending as well. You'll find your son in a safe place, and he's literally in the damn safe. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I, I don't, I'm sorry to beat Saw 6 one more time, but I forgot to mention one more <laughs> scene I love. Uh, the scene where they finally get the voice recognition uh, figured out yeah. with uh, Detective Hoffman, Agent Perez, and he, they finally figure out it's Detective Hoffman who's been killing these people on the side. I love that scene as well. Hoffman is a bad motherfucker. Whether you like him or not, that's right, fine. Right. But he is a bad dude. I, I love that scene. Right now, you're feeling helpless. I love mm-hmm. that part. Uh, this was really fun to rank this franchise. I love, I love the Saw franchise. I know all of you do as well. This was a little different because Halloween and Friday the 13th both have some absolute stinkers in them. Yes, they do. Saul really is, you know, the worst movie to me. My number eight, I would probably still rate a 6.5 or a 7, which isn't bad, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and like my top, honestly, my top five are all probably a nine or above. So it's right. like, damn, which nine do I think is better than the other nine? You know what I'm saying? So, right. It's all just preference, what we like better. Do we like the groups? Do we like more Jigsaw, less Jigsaw, more Amanda, et cetera, et cetera. But this was really fun to to rank, guys. Y'all got any final comments or thoughts before we get out of here? I'm ready to I'm I'm ready to go into some of these movies, you know, individually. Yeah, there, I would love to break more, down so. Saw Saw two or six as a as an individual movie. We're definitely gonna get there, guys. Yeah. Um I think that it's a really good franchise and it is best watched in a binge like a good yes. netflix series i've said this a million times to me it is the best way to take in saw not as a one-off to just continue the story and i know sometimes you don't have all day to sit around and watch all the saws so there are better movies that play as one-offs but the best way to in, to take in saw is is like a good a good hulu or netflix series well well mike i mean you said you don't always have time Bullshit. We're in a quarantine right now. I was going to say, figure, <laughs> and, out, figure it out, pal. If you're and, not essential, watch Saw. Yeah, I was, I'm going to assume that by the time we release this episode, we're still in a quarantine. So, so yeah. We'll be in a bigger quarantine. <laughs> you can watch these films, and I recommend you do it. And, you know, only thing I can say is I can't wait to see what direction the franchise takes in the upcoming movie Spiral. Yep. Uh, you oh, know, Lord. 
Chris Rock, Chris Rock in a serious role. That's intriguing to me. Samuel L. Jackson, you know you're gonna hear some, you know you're yeah. gonna hear some motherfuckers. Yes. So my man. I'm excited to see what direction they take it. Is this gonna get back to the roots? Is this gonna be some more bullshit? Is this gonna be another cash grab? Is it gonna be a cash grab but still a good movie, which I'm okay with, just to be okay. honest. Uh-huh. Clearly. I like so, that. <laughs> so yeah. Uh overall, I mean I've said it with you guys before, this is one of my top two, three horror franchises in existence and uh this was a lot of fun chris rock is really going to be hard for me to take serious in that role especially because when i think of chris rock as a cop lethal weapon four yeah and he's (laughs) not and he's not you know he's not a serious cop so it's going to be really hard for me to shift gears it would almost be like you know danny glover playing some you know off the wall crazy beat you know like cop you know that wasn't right. him so you know yeah. it, it was just gonna be out of place i think i just want to make a comment on spiral since dustin brought it up. i remember tweeting a few about a month ago me and, i think me and mike were talking about it a little bit but i did a little research on it because i was excited to see spiral and i still am because you know it's part of this franchise however the two writers are spiral this these are the movies they're known for writing oh yeah Jigs- jigsaw Piranha 3D, Sorority Row, and Eli Ross Clown. Not good, Bob. Not good. Not good. <laughs> okay, two things I want to add. I didn't hate Piranha 3D. I'm the only person on the planet. I know. But outside of that, yeah, those were all stinkers. That clown movie really pissed me off because I thought it was going one direction and went another, and it fucking sucked. And it was long as hell. It was it way too goddamn long. Goddamn. Eli Roth what? has good movies on his resume. That is not one of them. <laughs> but we will see what's fire. We will see. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And uh, before we get out of here, I just want to announce, you know, we got a, a friend of the show, Bright So, Matty Talley on Twitter. He gave a, he gave me some, uh, he gave me some like art, some cover arts or whatever that he's made. And we're going to start giving those away. So just stay tuned to the Twitter account. We're going to be asking some trivia questions. Maybe just, maybe just retweet this tweet. And we'll pick a winner. Just stay tuned. We're going to start giving away some more stuff. Uh, y'all have a good night. I really appreciate y'all listening. Game over.